What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I am one and a half of your host, Sherm. Got my boy and partner in crime, Obed. What's going on with you, homie? Another beautiful day in paradise, Sherm. How you doing? Yeah, man. I'm chilling like a villain. I'm penicillin. You already know what time it is. Got our guest and our, our former, uh, well, our repeat guest, our professional sports uh, fan. Is that what you call yourself, Chris, these days? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> welcome, yeah. Welcome back, sir. And are you out there in Philadelphia? How's it going out there? Oh, it's a city of brotherly love, my friend. Is it though? Is it really though? Are you are you sure? Are people? Just I know it's a place where they eat horse shit when they win the Super Bowl. I know that much. Oh, got them. <laughs> glad, glad, I'm a, glad I'm not a fan. Hey, but hey, you know what? I'm sure they're all very nice people. Sure, they're all very nice people. They're not. <laughs> they're. I was gonna say they're probably not. But they're not. <laughs> I'm glad he's eye on on the scene. He can tell us uh, about first I know, experience. right? Oh my god, we got a lot on the slate today. Um, week one of the NFL is finally in the books. Moving on to uh, college football week two. Um, first off, we'll begin some football. I don't know if you guys came across this, um, but Major League Baseball actually announced some pretty major major rule changes starting in 2023. For one, they're going to be instituting a pitch count which I absolutely love trying to kind of speed up the game. The other is a rule on banning defensive shifts, which to me is just idiotic. I think that's just part of strategy. And if, if a, a team wants to shift to one side of the field because of, uh, like a left, a left-handed predominantly left-handed hitter is going to pull the ball to that side. And that hit hitter is not smart enough to hit it the opposite way. And the field is completely open. Shame on them. I think it's just dumb. That's just a strategy defensive move. That's almost like telling an NFL team, oh, you have to run four, three difference the whole entire time. You can't go nickel or dime. It's like, no, that's just my, this is my strategy. But I like the pitch count uh, rule. Um, Obed, I'll go to you first. Any, any uh, thoughts on the, these rule changes for next year in baseball? I mean, I think, I think the pitch count, pitch clock you're talking about, I think that's good. You know, I, they were reporting that they're getting games under two and a half hours where they've tested this out at. And I think that's pretty good. I'm, I, I, yeah, I think that's was the minor at, leagues, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was at uh, the Nets uh, Orioles game last night that the Orioles actually won shout out to them. Um, and you know, game started at seven it's getting to 10 o'clock we're still out there i'm like these are two losing teams one might have a chance to go to the playoffs because they're like five games out but you know i i just speed it up right Mm -hmm. hilariously i don't think the rule changes will do much to make the game more exciting when you're taking away the defensive ability you might be hurting an element of surprise if there's a pitch count like is he going to try to do the hidden ball trick now is he going to try to throw to first base to try to get a a, a, a person with a lead uh, out you know like does is that still a part of the game i haven't watched these uh, minor league games i don't know um i think the larger bases to avoid collisions i mean it's only three inches of diameter but you know at some point they have to recognize that the product is the players and if if somebody even goes to a tuesday afternoon game which they probably don't so i don't know how you make money um Mm -hmm. at least you get a chance to see the full roster hopefully um yeah and i don't know how how well that defensive position stuff is like that that just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me but they're doing something at least right right yeah chris quickly your thoughts on the uh upcoming changes for next season yeah, I mean, I don't understand the defensive shifting and, and reasoning the rationale behind that. I mean, just if you guys ever want to come to my Thursday kickballs here in Philadelphia, we run that stuff all the time. And guess what? <laughs> to a T. It is a perfect legal defensive strategy. And yeah, I just don't really understand that. So if you're taking away an actual competitive advantage versus like something strategic, tactical, I don't understand that. But I do understand the larger basis to Obed's point, hopefully to help avoid collisions. That's the point. We're going to try to keep these players safe. We want to have the Mike Trouts, the Otanis, you know, the uh, mm. Bryce Harpers. 
yeah, we, we, we want these guys in there longer. Um, and I love this shortening the pitch count. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the um, minor league team. They're called the Savannah Bananas. Bananas, dude. No, th- that is the greatest show on the diamond. I mean, wow. and those games, they in that league, they, I think they have a mandate of it. It's a two-hour cap of the game, right. and the game ends. Dude, they do dances in the middle of the game, yeah. like choreographed I mean, they bring, they, dance moves. They bring moves. babies out and do like a Simba thing from Lion King. I mean, it's oh. amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, Ben, if you're not familiar with Savannah Bananas, please yeah. check. The umpire will just break down and start twerking in the middle of yeah. the game. So this is how I know that sport is dying because as soon as it becomes this in like NFL or something, like I, I don't even watch baseball because it's, it's a already a waste of my time. Like, you know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, if this yeah. is what your sport has become, it's the same thing with hockey. Stop fighting, make the games faster, make these guys score goals. And uh, I, I just, I leave it be. Well, but I'm no, glad the bananas are having a good time. Hockey, though. I will what? say that. I'm a hockey player. There's no twerking. Yeah, right. Exactly. They got they do have the quads for it. I'll tell you that those guys got some big legs. Yeah, it's interesting to say the least. Well, let's keep it moving, guys. Let's touch on some college football quickly here. Um, pretty significant games from this past weekend. Well, as far as upsets are concerned. Um, when you almost we almost had an upset of number one Alabama. They barely survived at Texas, uh, Chris. Now, I saw that they dropped to number two in the rankings because of this kind of barrel escaping win. Um, and But Texas actually went from unranked to ranked. I think now they're 21 in the land. Do you agree or do you think it's right for a team to go from unranked to ranked after a, losing a game? I mean, it's it's subjective, sure, because a lot of stuff, it, it's what happened with everyone in front of them as well, right? Like, where were they unranked? I mean, do we really know? Were they 26? Were they 29? Were they 40? Um, it depends yeah. what everyone else did in front of them. If, you know, we had, say they were 26 and seven or eight teams in front of them who lost to far less, um, you know, as well of uh, competition also lost, then yeah, yeah we can move up. But I mean, we got to remember, guys, they only lost to at the then number one ranked team in the country, who was, I think, oh, what was it, a three touchdown? Um, like 21 point favorite. Yeah, yeah. three touchdown. Yeah. Um, um, that they only lost by one point and it came down to the very end. So right, right. in most situations, I wouldn't be okay with it, but college football and their arbitrary system of preseason rankings and the top 25, at the end of the day, it's only going to matter who comes down to that you know, top five, six right now going into the college football playoffs. And once it expands, who's going to get in that top 10 or 12. So really, you know, jumping from 26, 27 up to 21 after a loss isn't a big deal at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. I, I, I can kind of get that. I can kind of get that. I mean, there was some big upsets. Notre Dame losing at home to Marshall, to unranked Marshall. Um, Texas A&M going down to Appalachian, losing to Appalachian State, which is wild. Another at home too. Um, Obed, I mean, I, to me, I was, I was going to ask the question, which one, I guess, you think is more significant? Even if we, we could even take into consideration of Alabama. Do you think the Notre Dame's loss, Texas A&M's loss, or Alabama kind of barely escaping with a win? Do you, do you have a, thing, a one where you think is more significant out of the three? Um, so I think that most of college football is a joke because it's boat races. You learn nothing about boat races. They give, they award the Heisman to a person who flames out in the pros or barely even holds on to their job. You know, it's, it's to me a disappointment because all the, the way college football is set up is to, is to everybody scores a bunch of points and makes a bunch of money for the NCAA. Uh, that Bama Texas game, first off, hats off to Texas for playing that lights out a team that generally you know, this is a big 12 team. They don't have defense. That's the most defense I've seen them play and play well against a team that could have blown their doors off. We talked about it being 21 points and they didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I completely understand them 
uh, Texas losing to them and still moving up because we need to start talking about the quality of the gameplay. We need to start talking about the quality of the wins and the that's quality fair. of the losses. That's right? fair. That's you fair. know, like it's, it is a nonsense thing to me. Like, okay, they lost. There's going to be a bunch of games on the schedule. You might lose, but you can lose like ass or you can lose in a, in a dog fight. And if you lost in a dog fight, I'm not going to look at you like you're a loser compared sure. quote unquote. Um, sure, sure. B. John Robinson might be RB one next year. I think that's going to be great um, uh, in the draft. Excuse me. He was lights out. I think Xavier worthy absolutely played lights out. Um, the Notre Dame loss, interesting, uh, Sherman, when you started this segment, you were like, oh, you know, with some pretty significant losses. I, I think Notre Dame sucks. I think Notre Dame is always overrated in, mm-hmm. in college football. And it's again, like I said, quality of gameplay. We let these guys play academies and no name teams, and then they get a chance to be in the postseason because of nepotism at my at this point. Like they're not good enough to be there, and they probably shouldn't I, be. I feel like Notre Dame's consistently inconsistent. You know, every year yeah. they're coming in ranked, you know, top 10 in the land, and they just they just blow it almost every single time. I mean, a couple of years back, they were they were in the they were in a college football playoff. Even further back, they were in the national championship. They have not done anything significant in right. years. Right. In years, Chris. I mean, quickly to wrap up this sixth segment, what do you? What's your take on these last two? You know, Marshall, Marshall Notre Dame, Appalachian State, Texas A and M games, and the significance of the of the losses for those teams. I mean, the Marshall loss is an absolute, that's inexplicable. That's un, I mean, that's unacceptable. Um, and, you know, I feel bad for first, uh, first year new head coach, but you know, look at it right now. Hey, was that coaching change the right one? Some would have said after week one, when LSU lost, absolutely look, look what Brian Kelly did down there, but you know what? He's the only guy to get them to a college football playoff and a national championship. So like to your point, they're, they're, they're consistently inconsistent. Texas A&M to me, the app state one, wasn't that surprising at all. I mean, do we, guys, it's not that long ago, 2007, they beat Michigan in the big house. Like this mm-hmm. is a, this is a multiple time uh, NC2A division uh, national champion. Like yeah. they're, they're not a scrub. Yeah. Um, they're at that point where they're going to start having those pop years. Like, you yeah, know, 15 that's, that's years ago mean. is a long time, but that means that they've like continued that, that level of consistency to then have a pop year where we can go in somebody's house and we could beat them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what, the mo- more unacceptable to me was the Notre Dame loss. Um, A&M, they'll bounce back fine. I'm not too concerned about that loss, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just so easy to say, you know, Notre Dame should have won or Texas A&M should. I mean, but I, I think more so, yeah, no, but Notre, uh, Notre Dame winning or uh, losing, excuse me, to Marshall is, I think you're right, Chris, is the more significant loss. And it just should, it just shouldn't have happened flat out. And Notre Dame is just overrated a majority of years going into a season. You know, they always get these high preseason rankings and they can, they consistently disappoint, you know, mm. but um, I'm, I was looking at the schedule for week number three, didn't see too many, you know, I guess, Stellar matchups uh, going into this weekend. I did look at obviously the, the uh, Penn State uh, game, Penn State uh, going into Auburn. Chris wanted to get wanted to get your thoughts on that one. I mean, you know, uh, well, Penn State, you know, had them at home last year. Um, mm. At that time, we thought, <laughs> you know, that was a great win for the program and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. the SEC team. And and then, you know, we lost in what was it a thirteen overtime to Illinois later in the year. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Auburn, you know, they lost their quarterback, Bo Nix, but I mean, he went to Oregon and hasn't done anything there either. Um, I'll be honest to me, this is a coin flip. Penn state is favored by three. Um, you know, to me, they have a lot of positionally good players, but Penn state still their line is the biggest question to me. Um, offensively, I mean, you know, so whether they open up the holes for that stud running back freshman, they have, 
Um, we'll see if the eighth year quarterback Sean Clifford can pull <laughs> third game out of his butt. Eight, eighth year? That's it? I thought it was like twelve. Oh, I'm sorry. Car- carry the two roundabout. Is he, get, is he getting a second graduate degree? I don't know what he's doing. Like a fifth graduate degree. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, I what, isn't he isn't he a professor by now? <laughs> Adjunct <laughs> professor slash QB. With, with COVID year, I think they gave him tenure. They gave him an extra add on one. So yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. To me, sure, I, it's, this one's a coin flip for me. I'm a Penn Stater, you know that, but. I, I'm not too excited about this game. Yeah, I kind of almost like a, a me a menial games. Like, yeah, it's almost like I was playing Ohio last week. Like, yeah, okay, we'll be playing Auburn. Okay, let's keep it moving. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get into the NFL, guys. Um, first, before we get into our week one recap, I wanted to quickly touch on uh, Baltimore Raven QB, Lamar Jackson. Now, he kind of imposed this deadline with the team to get a new deal because he's, he's in the last deal of his rookie. He's in the last year of his rookie deal, excuse me. Um, they didn't get it done. Apparently, there's rumors that saying that he declined a $250 million extension, albeit with only $133 million guaranteed. And I think that's the biggest, if this is indeed in fact true, I think that's where the where the issue was. The fact that it was only 133 guaranteed because everyone's looking at the Deshaun Watson deal. He got over 200 million fully. He got his, his whole deal was fully guaranteed. So that to me set the precedent, the precedent of QB deals moving forward. And this is a guy, Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played since 2020. He didn't remember they, the Texans sat him out all, all of last season. So the fact that, and he hasn't won an MVP, Lamar Jackson has. He hasn't, you know, you know what I mean. What what is like what what resume does Deshaun Watson have over Lamar Jackson? And I think that you know Lamar saw that, albeit now he doesn't have an agent, which I think is his number one biggest mistake. Absolutely, your mother cannot like, be your agent, bro. Your mother no. cannot be your agent, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. Stop it. Yeah, his mom was his agent for a little bit. Stop now it. he just says he doesn't have one now. Don't disrespect that man's mama. No, I'm just saying he needs to his have mama got him out here pay, playing for his fifth year non-option. Yeah, mama did me wrong. Mm. Mama did wrong. Should he be playing, Obed? A hell no, he shouldn't be playing, especially the style of football that he plays. Mm. He better stay in that pocket. <laughs> be a statue like Peyton or, or, or Tom out there. Just don't, move, don't move at all. I mean, Chris, what do you what do you expect him to get though? I mean, to Obed's point, should he be? No, but um, but does he have to? Yeah, at this point. I mean, here's the thing. I don't understand though. You, you're saying the word precedence. Um, two hundred fifty million dollar contract only offered only 133 million guaranteed like are we really in this state in, in sports right now we're only guaranteed 133 uh just because you know a, a colleague over here got 200 like really like that's stopping you from signing a contract we have to remember these contracts aren't based off of past performance and resume it's off of future value and what they perceive lamar jackson to your point of the style he plays is gonna put him in a position to be injured, which we've already seen him do. So mm-hmm. that is the reason the Ravens are taking a little bit of hesitancy. To me, 133 million guaranteed is still a pretty good payday. And if I was that worried about my future, I may have negotiated that even if I was my own agent. So do I think my personal gut emotional opinion should be getting paid more than that? Yes. But still, I mean, come on, guys, 133 mil guaranteed. Come it's on. a lot of money. Obviously, we all know that. It's it's an incredible amount of money. He probably never spent it in his entire life, right? Oh. I get that. But when you see other people that are next to you in your same company that are making more money than you and you value and you are being valued, you're valued around the around the company at, at a higher than that other person, don't you feel that you should be getting more money? Because everyone's saying, you're worth this. You're worth more than that guy. You're worth more than this guy. 
have those guys really ever been employee of the year? Because I'm pretty sure Lamar has been again, employee exactly. of the year before. You're, you're going right. off of past performance, not what's future indicative. It's just like the stock market. You can't go off of past performance. It's not going to guarantee future gains. So mm. I'm not disagreeing with you guys Fair. that his resume is right, better right. than Deshaun Jackson. Okay, Deshaun okay. Watson. Right. I'm not disagreeing at all. That's okay. factual on paper true. Yes, yes. Okay, we, but we got you. it's about future. And the future, you're only worth what someone's willing to pay you. So if Facts. they're not willing to pay him, there's a reason. They're not willing in their eyes. Whether we have emotional agreement or disagreement, that that is a fact. No. I mean, you're listen, not wrong. there are other quarterbacks that they just pony up and pay that don't have the resume, that don't have – you're talking about stocks. They'll tell you if the arrow's up, it's up. The arrow's down, it's down. We're talking about past performance. The arrow could have been down the entire time for a stock. As soon as it goes up, people are going to start shorting the shit out of it, right? So, you know, it's, it's uh, yes, it's a valid argument that you're going to be paid what someone's willing to pay you, but the audacity of a company not to pay you across the board based on the way everyone else is paid, that's not going to fly for anybody. I mean, he, he doesn't have to take that offer. That's the beauty of America, right? You have choice. They don't have, he doesn't have to take that offer. And I think, I think it's an insulting offer because if they offer him 175 or 180 million, the deal's done and it's worthy. They gave $230 million to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has what one playoff game. He's mm. not even, he hasn't even been an MVP of the league before. Mm. You know, like you said, the style of play that Lamar Jackson plays, you know, the outlook is not good. The style of play that Lamar Jackson plays, if he's healthy of the year, he might be the MVP and they might be in the Super Bowl. You know, like you can't just say that it's this, that way. We're with prognostication. We're all prognosticated, especially even people who are buying stocks. You're reading the news notes and trying to figure out what their their next move is and see if there's going to be spikes that's going to make the stock go up so you can short it or it's going to go down. So you're going to put uh, uh, you're going to put a put on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, we, we, we know that these contracts are are, are are basically floating pieces of paper. They they could be renegotiated, and renegotiated every year if they want. So to my yeah. my opinion, if I was Lamar and if I was his mama. I would have taken that guaranteed money right now because of the style he plays. And then once he proves it to get his MVP, maybe they go to Super Bowl and win it. Then, hey, you know what? Two years, even though I'm in a five-year, four-year extension, whatever it was offered, two years on the road, hey, you know what? We're going to renegotiate again. I will say to that. I, so, okay, can, I say, can I say one thing? I'm sorry. I yeah, 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 again. We are talking to a person who lives in Philly but is a Steelers fan. And I don't think he would have these same comments to be made if we were talking about <laughs> Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown, who are probably the biggest reason that his co his uh, quarterback uh, won as many games as he did because there is one the quarterback with the most passes behind the line of scrimmage for like the last ten years was Ben Roethlisberger, which means he's been dumping it off to guys who do the work for him. Hey, I'll take that Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. He's got, okay. he's got Mike Tomlin, a coach Let's who's go. never had less than a lose a, a less than a five hundred season because he had some of these best guys playing out there. But for those guys to come and want to renegotiate and get their deal, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, these guys didn't want to give Le'Veon Bell a contract that would make him a running back one and a wide receiver two, which the way that he performed is what he was doing for them. And they were going to plan to use him that way anyway. So just pay him. Debo Samuel was about to get offered that contract by the Niners and held out long because it wasn't good enough for them to want to use him as a wide receiver one and a running back two. Right, like right, right. Good, right. So, you know, so, so interesting argument you have now for Lamar that you would never have for the two guys that played for the team. <laughs> But let me say, well, let me say this to what Chris said. We got the video on tape. We got the wax that you say, like, they should be negotiating. They signed the contract. You got to stick with it. You know, these yeah, guys are so going back to tape. Kareem Hunt tried to try to do some stuff and they were like, no, nah, I'll go back to work. So real quick, let me, let me end it with this. 
uh, Chris, you were saying, you know, because of the style of play, he should get it right. He should basically sign the deal right away because of basically the, that risk of being injured. I get that. But look what happened to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott got hurt. They still get, they still gave him his money because they know he deserved it. They weren't going to hold that one injury against him. They know he could have come back. He'll be all right. And he got paid. I and think the worst, it, this isn't a bad situation for the, front, for the front office, for the Ravens, because there are teams that will just pony up and pay him. Kevin yeah. Stefanski wasn't dumb. He's like, the quarterbacking position in the NFL is changing and the quarterbacks suck. There are only so many few guys who are game changers, defensive yeah. game changers. So you better pay your game changer. Yeah. And it's going to be a problem if Lamar walks and he could because somebody will pay for that. Yo, I do agree. Somebody will ante up for sure. Let's get into our week one recap for this past weekend in the NFL. Of course, got to start out with the first game of the season, which was an incredible one. Um, I was happy about it, although I didn't pick the right team. I don't even care. I'm, I was glad to be wrong in this one. <laughs> right. But Buffalo just straight up dominated the Los Angeles Rams in the season opener in L.A. My, I guess, you, oh, Ben, you, we were on later last week, and I said I picked really because they were in L.A., season opener, raising that championship banner. They had the rock out there. The place was going bananas. I was like, all right, Rams will come out with this victory. It'll be a decent and close game, but Rams gone. And, man, Buffalo just showed up and showed out dude this defense the defensive line for buffalo was just getting at him you know i mean i was highly highly impressed with this defense and i gotta say chris i know we've said it many times about aaron Rodgers, but josh allen he's that bad man josh allen he had five incompletions two of which were interceptions and that second one wasn't even his fault yeah the first one wasn't even his fault because the the first one got, got ripped out of the receiver's hand Okay, the receiver should have just secured it better. So he, he, tried, he tried to force it into a small spot. I'll say that. But the I'll receiver actually caught it and the defender ripped it out of his hand. The receiver yeah. should have just held on to the ball. So I don't, I only count. So I don't, like I said, only five total incompletions, which two of which were interceptions, and one was really not his fault. So started 10 for 10 to open up the game. Dude was on dude, fire. This yeah. man, I, I mean, they, Buffalo has a true franchise QB. They will go as, as far as he leads them, and he will lead them extremely, extremely far. Obed. What's your t- take on this game? Because like I said, to me, it was really, it was other, not only Josh Allen, but that Buffalo defense for sure showed out. Man, they did. I can't take anything away from them. They went out there and did what they did their business, did what they had to do. Um, I think we're going to look back at this game and we're going to kind of start to recognize a lot of teams lost over the weekend. And I think some teams are bad and we don't know it yet. Um, I think the Rams have no offensive line. The Rams have one good running back right now because cam makers is coming back from a acl uh, a, uh achilles injury and kyron williams the rookie that they drafted to play he got injured and had a high ankle sprain in the game so they had to turn to daryl henderson um they don't have a second wide receiver who's meshing with a quarterback who got a shot in his elbow uh so that he could get some you know uh inflammation down and pain down over the summer like i i i'm i understand that the bills won but I think they played what is a struggling team right now that hopefully they're healthier down the line, but I don't think the Rams are a good team right now. Uh, uh, Chris, let me get your opinion on the game. What do you, what do you think about the Rams right now, the way they're set up? No, I agree. And, and, you know, last year, actually the Rams were historically one of the, one of the um, healthiest teams in, in league history at that point in the season, which got them their run to the Super Bowl. Right. So right now they're, they're a little banged up, you know, we'll see what happens. They add some skilled players. I still don't know what's going to happen, you know, with like what's going to happen with the OBJ, like what's going on there. 
I think they're going to be fine. Uh, but I, I think Obed has a great point about their line. And as we know, in the NFL, you only go as far as your lines take you, usually primarily your offensive line. So once they get that buttoned up, we'll see what happens. But I think they'll be fine. This is more about the Buffalo dominance than to me it was about L.A. not being there yet. Buffalo just looked – Buffalo looked like week 10 team versus a week one team. I disagree, man. I think it was the first game of the season. I think they we're getting a little overblown here with how well they performed because LA is bad right now. Things are not good in LA right now. Like the quarterback was missing wide open throws all over the place or under fire the entire time. And he time. was also trying to make no look passes as well too, which was a mistake. Like, what are you doing? This is a tight game. Don't do stuff right, like that. That's right. going to get like, I, and so, Hey, no, I'm telling you, they played well, Okay, but uh, let's we got to pump the brakes it's game one let's pump the brakes chris by the way this is my super bowl pick that i said last week i have she have buffalo over la in the super bowl i same teams i picked last year i was half right i did pick la last year but this year this is my super bowl pick um moving on Obed, let's talk about your new england patriots they yeah. had a tough one uh going up against the miami dolphins down there in miami they came up with that lost uh, seven to 20 yeah. uh Miami on top let me let's, yeah I, I obviously wanted to take get your take because you're the Patriots yeah, yeah. fan here well is it just Matt Jones just not being ready because he looked kind of pedestrian at times even though you only had nine nine incompletions mm-hmm. but didn't really take over the game is it just he just has no weapons give me your take on this new the Patriots squad I spent too much time watching football so I'm going to add a whole bunch of information that is missed when we start talking about things uh, at one point in the game, uh, Mac Jones took a hit. He went to the, uh, the tent to go get looked at, came back and finished the game, had back spasms, literally played that game through back spasms and only had nine incompletions. So I got to tip my hat to him. Uh, the offensive game plan that's being run through Matt Patricia is garbage garbage they are not they don't even they haven't actually officially named an offensive coordinator right no but he is on the headset talking to mac jones before the when the play is going out i mentioned it earlier i was like hey they're going to put a whole bunch on mac jones plate he's going to play offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator is going to respond like hey what do you see i see cover two what could be cover two that's the play we're going to go with that's essentially what i believe that they're doing um another thing is you know Miami impresses over New England. I don't know about that because New England almost always loses this game in Miami. Almost always loses this game in Miami. The 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 Miami miracle where they had the run back uh, and caught yeah, and a, a Gronk was out there, season. right? You right. know what I mean? Like yeah, people yeah. say this. Like I, I've seen New England lose, and if Tom Brady would go there and lose all the time, so like okay, I, I, before not we a, cha- not a I big, changed big my deal. pick. Yeah, before I changed my pick, I was saying that New England was going to lose. I had Miami last time, right? You know what I mean? We talked about them. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, but I, I think this is the first time that New England could start 0-3. Even without T.J. Watt, the, the Pittsburgh defense is going to be really hard to beat. Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky is going to keep New England in the game defensively. Um, but, you know, between this game, next week they have against Pittsburgh, uh, and then the week after that, I believe, is Baltimore. And it's just, you. There's I could not pick New England Riddle. to win any, right? It's a hard Riddle. schedule. I don't. I can't pick them to win any games. If you're telling me they got uh, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia running running the house, no, not a chance, man. So don't, get used to watching these guys skid a little bit. <laughs> Two former head coaches, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's that's just the nepotism of the NFL. Those guys yeah. didn't deserve to be head coaches. <laughs> Chris, quickly, just uh, your thoughts on maybe maybe the Dolphins on, the, on their side of the ball. No, I mean honestly, I think Obed hit everything you know perfectly there with New England. I mean, hey guys, like we were just saying last segment, hey about you know you have a franchise guy. 
you pay that man. Look what look what Bill Belichick has done since Tom Brady's gone. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but, but I'm saying. Um, <laughs> One of the worst GMs in history for but, New England has but, been. Um, uh, but, I mean, to me, honestly, I don't think Miami was too impressive. I mean, when you looked, I mean, Tua was, I think it was like 23 for 30-something, a yeah. uh, couple hundred yards, a couple touchdowns. Um, it, or actually, I think it was one touchdown. One touchdown he threw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyree, and Tyreek Hill had a good game, uh, just under 100 yards uh, catch. And, you know, they're running back, um, you know, a couple dozen carries, you know, not a lot of yards. Like, I think they're – in a good position now the first time in that they've been in a position in a long time to win this division they probably are going to win this division but to me this isn't an impressive division outside of the bills so i mean i think if miami does sneak something over buffalo it's going to be the last week but i mean they're they're a fringe playoff team to me mm, i definitely will disagree buffalo's definitely buffalo's going to win this division for well, sure. I, mean, you know, I always just leave things up for a chance you know Injury, something happens. Yeah, oh, well, okay. I'm that's talking what, about 100% healthy old squads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100% healthy, healthy, healthy squads, Buffalo yeah. is winning 13 games. But I'm just <laughs> throwing that fringe. You know, right, right, right. The Patriots aren't winning nine games. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I don't think the Patriots win nine oh, games wow. this year. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, um, I agree. Chris, I wanted to ask you about your Pittsburgh Steelers. They won in dramatic fashion yeah. over the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. I was watching this game, majority of this game. I was um, texting you. Yeah, yeah, we were actually texting during the game <laughs> because I'm just like, dude, what just happened? Is this still going on? Wait, is this yeah. real life? I didn't. Right? I was. I honestly I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I, I mean, they played like seven quarters. My God, <laughs> dude, and they kicked 57 times. Like, right. dear God, it was insanity. Chris, speak on it, dude. No, that was amazing. Honestly, um, I was talking so much trash to people um, in my other fantasy league about this because they were saying Pittsburgh's going to be awful, Cincinnati's going to roll over them. Well, they had three interceptions, and I think it was the first quarter, couple fumbles. They are up. You know, I was like, I was Since like, what's, sucks. what's Since going sucks. on? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then, of course, you know, because, you know, uh, Joe Burrows, he's still that dude. Cincinnati's at home. So they started coming back, coming back. Mm-hmm. And then when they let them score with two seconds left in the game, guys, Dude. All they had to do was kick an extra point. Kick the extra point. All the they game had to do is over. And you know what's so interesting? You were listening to the announcers talk. They were literally pointing out specifically right before that snap. The long snappers hurt. We got a new holder. Let's just see what happens. And what happens? Snap gets over the guy's head. He fumbles it on the way down. Gives Minka Fitzpatrick time to get through. Block that extra point. And I'm like, oh my god. Cincinnati gets the ball first. Right. Goes down. What was it? A 26 yard field goal attempt with one of the best kickers in the NFL that Cincinnati has 10 yards to the left. Like what is going on? Yeah. Boswell gets it 50 yard field goal. Not, not a chip shot. Doink upright. And then finally they get the ball back again. And get, I was like, yo, that's insanity. But you know, Steelers, all they need right now, that defense is top five, top three, in my opinion. Now, Even, it, well, it, well, if TJ White is hurt now. He's back in six weeks. He doesn't need surgery, apparently. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I think like that's like the Watt family curse is a torn pack, I swear. Uh, but but like, no, seriously, that defense, top three, top five, all they need is the offense not to lose it for him over these next five, six weeks and let Trubisky, let that running game, let the receivers get on point. I'm not saying Trubisky's going to be blowing people's lights out or anything like that. Quickly, talk about Najee Harris. How do you feel about that run game with Najee Harris? Misses because he re-aggravated the Liz Frank injury. Uh, it concerns me, <laughs> but the Steelers <laughs> seem to always, least, right? but the Steelers do really good things. They do two good things with drafting is skill players, both running back and receiver. They pull guys out of nowhere, like James Conner. No one thought James Conner was going to be half decent. He was having thousand yards, you know, seasons. And then, you know, a couple down. We got a guy who had cancer and That's the dude was crushing people. 
<laughs> I mean, and that's what I do. So I'm okay. I feel like, you know, the guys I have, it's next man up. So as long as that defense keeps them in games over these next four, five, six weeks, let Trubisky start to get the handle of things. I'm telling you, man, don't sleep on them for winning the division. Wow, that's a bold statement. I mean, yeah, that defense looked impressive for sure. Um, Trubisky wasn't terrible. Had just you know, only less, threw less than less than 200 yards and a, and a score. But yeah, Burrow looked way out of place. Four interceptions, uh, another lost fumble. He looked. They looked really, really. Yeah, that team looked, shouldn't even have been in the Super Bowl if they don't get that call against the Raiders, right? Like you, we can't really crown them as whatever they are because it's so much it took for them just to get to where they were. Yeah. But anyway, let's keep it going, guys. Um, I'll brief, before we get into our next segment, I wanted to ask you guys, what's your thoughts on the Cowboys situation? Now that Dak Prescott is hurt, it looks like he's going to be having surgery on his thumb. I, looks like, I think he actually had it on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he had a plate inserted. Yeah, yeah he's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Weeks, excuse me. To me, season's over for the Dallas Cowboys. They're done. Um, and it's so funny to me, not the injury to Dak Prescott. I never want anybody to get hurt. But every single season, every Dallas Cowboy fan, you know we're going to the Super Bowl, right? You know we're going to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> and for the last 27 years, they found a way to disappoint. 27 in, years. In week one. In week one. And it is, <laughs> mind you, it is only week one, as in the words of Stephen A. Smith, when it comes to Dallas Cowboys, what can go wrong will go wrong. How about I, them Cowboys? I'm telling I, I promise you guys, I promise you guys, I don't let them live in my mind rent-free like most people do. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. People want to talk it's about It's the Dallas so Cowboys fans. Yeah, it, hey, when That's you, you want to you shade somebody, you just don't talk about them. You don't, we don't even <laughs> give them the airplay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's I, just not, a, It's a super, like, the fans suck. I kind of feel bad for Dak. It's a really pivotal yeah. year for him to try to make this work. Mm. That team's going to look a lot different next year. He has been paid. I know he wants to perform. You know, Kellen Moore might not even be on the team next year because he's probably going to get a head coaching opportunity somewhere. Yeah. You know, so like it, for what it took for him to get where it is, it's a bad break. Um, Should they sign another QB though? I mean, who, who do you who do you who do you go after though? That's the thing. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy. Well, San Francisco well, he, can't let Jimmy go because Trey Lance looks uh, like ass. True, true, true. You know, they just signed him. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, they just resigned him. He has a no trade clause. Yeah. And I like well, I, no I, I, that he can choose. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Can, yeah, they can't yeah, trade he, him, but he yeah, chooses. Yeah, he can yeah, choose. Yeah, he can waive right. his no trade clause. I'm saying he has a no trade. They can they can he can waive it. But remember, I said like, oh, bitch. Remember, I said this once. If Trey Lance sucks and they go zero and three, zero or one and four. You yeah. will see Jimmy G starting again for the four. That Rams game, season. Rams game in like week four or five. Yeah, something like that. Because he, because he, he just cost them. He just cost them a game against. It's a cupcake, a cupcake Chicago game. Yeah, I don't care Although if it was the, raining. The weather was bad and whatever, but you should have won that game either way. Should have won that but, game. But again, back to the Cowboys. Who do they go after if you're going after? Because right now it's Cooper Rush at the helm. <sighs> what, like, who do you like? What, who do you sign? You know what I mean? Who's, who's out there? Available. Who? Is Cam Newton available? Probably Cam Newton's probably still out there. I mean, I feel like you go after uh, what's his name? Um, maybe Chase Daniel. Maybe you can you can court Chase Daniel away. Maybe you know what I mean. Some That's bad to stay. Court Chase Daniel away to come play for them Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you just need somebody who can deliver the ball, and there's not a lot of competent quarterbacks that are out there right now. Well, not a lot of competent backup quarterbacks that are out there right now. You know, what I mean, yeah. that can actually step up and lead the lead this Dallas Cowboy team. I mean, hey, Mason you know, Rudolph's looking for a job. Mason Rudolph looking for a job. Maybe you bring back. Uh, Is he better maybe, than Cooper Rush? Eh, 
That's what we I mean, that, unretire Fitzmagic. Yeah, if you're gonna bring, bring somebody Fitzmagic. Yeah. Okay, he's better than I would say he's better than Cooper. Yeah, you, if you're gonna bring somebody in, they have to be better than Cooper Rush. That's all. Otherwise, then what's the point of bringing them in? Well, if you want to ask if Mason Rudolph's better, just ask Miles Garrett. I mean, they're friends, right? <laughs> oh, 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 got him. Got him. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our next segment, guys. Uh, so it's oldie but a goodie. You right, you mad. Well, each of us will make a bold statement. The other, others will tell us if we are correct or if we're just outright crazy. Um, Obed, I will first say to you. The Cincinnati Bengals will not make the playoffs. Sherman, I'm going to look at the schedule. Man, (laughs) I I mean, I could say I could say you're right. I mean, there has to be a winner in the division, right? And And I think it's going to be Baltimore. And that's the thing right now. Baltimore, we're talking about a team that was like missing like 15 starters and still had a decent record. You know what I mean? Like this, this, the division was up for grabs because they didn't have their quarterback. They had, they didn't have any of their running backs. They lost most of their corners. You know what I mean? Like Tyron Huntley did what he could. Uh, Tyler Huntley, excuse me, did what he could. But, you know, I got to agree with you. I look at this schedule and it is a murderer's row for most of this schedule, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. you probably should have picked up that game against Pittsburgh. You shot yourself in the foot nah. you could beat dallas you right could beat you could beat dallas without without dak obviously right. you're probably going to beat the jets yeah and then you got the dolphins the dolphins could be could be a toss-up because mm-hmm. those are two you know shanahan tree guys and Bo- zach taylor baltimore, and another zach new orleans yeah. i don't think you beat baltimore at home no, i don't think you beat new i don't think you beat new orleans they have a great yeah. defense um, it's in new orleans remember in New Orleans, I think you could have problems with Cleveland, you know, I, I just, and then, you know, you then have to go into Pittsburgh. I don't know what they're calling it now, but it is Heinz Field. I don't give a rat's a what, who paid for it. It's Heinz Field, um, <laughs> you know, and you're not going into Heinz Field and think you're going to get a W off of them. You then have to go on the road to Tennessee. They could probably give them the upset because Tennessee didn't look bad, even though they lost against the Giants. You're not beating KC. You're not beating Tampa Bay. You're not beating Buffalo. And then you're not beating uh, Baltimore again. They could end the season with, you know, we talked about this when we went through the schedule sermon. Mm, they yeah. could end the season with three out of four losses yeah. to end the season in the last four games. Okay. That's not that's not the way you go into the postseason. So I agree. I think you're right. Okay, nice. Um, Chris, you had a one here you wanted to mention, right? Yes, and this is to both my esteemed uh, host here. Gentlemen, I know we normally talk about football, baseball, basketball. I want to throw a little curveball in here with some tennis. Uh, the recent GOAT of women's tennis just retired, Ms. Serena Williams. Guys, you right, you mad. Serena Williams will not stay retired. Um, I'll say you mad. She, she, she's done, bro. She's done. I don't think she's coming back. I think flat out. If you know she's had enough, I mean, there's you can always there's always a chance, you know. I mean, you're telling me there's a chance, you know it's what I mean? Right, right. So you know, what I mean, there's always it, but I don't think she will unretire. She will not pull a Tom Brady. She will not pull a Michael Jordan. Um, I think she's done. That's just my personal opinion. She's got she's got a family, and everything. She wants to just chill. What more can she really do? I get it. We said probably, we said the same thing about Tom Brady. What more can he do? You know, right. said it about Michael Jordan. What more can he do? You know, right. I, but I, to me, I think she's done. That's just my, that's my. So I'm going to say you mad, Chris. A part of me really wants to say you mad, but you I mean, you, you, you could be right. I mean, I don't know why her sister is still out there. You know what I mean? Her sister's still playing. Her older sister's still playing. Yeah. Uh, she has done everything, but the only reason Tom Brady is retiring is because his wife has told him, I will leave if you don't retire. 
that man will play till 50 if he could because he's mm. still productive. Well, she might most... she might leave him now apparently from the You know what I mean? Like my man had the the the, the, the quote is I got a lot of s going on. I'm 45 years old, right? Like mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. not for the fact that kids are growing up, she wants him to be there. He would still he That's... he spent 2 weeks or like well, what was it like 2 3 weeks with the kids and was like, was like yeah, I'm going to go talk off. to my bosses and then I'm coming back. <laughs> exactly, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say my man said, I'd rather go to work and get beat up by 300 pounders and stay home with these well, raggedy ass kids. Right? <laughs> to, me, the only thing, to me, the only thing with Serena is whether or not they decide to have their second child. If they decide to have their second child over these next three to six months, then yes, I believe she's done because obviously that's a whole nother year out of the game. But just some of her comments she made, guys, about, well, I have been kind of vague and you never know. And she I mean, won the Australian Open while she was pregnant. And, and that's what I say. And we know how these how these people are with like, you know, like Jordan. Jordan should never have came back to the Wizards. But yeah. these people that are just that uber ultra high competitive, they just can't stand the fact that they. But Jordan was nice with the Wizards, dude. Wasn't Jordan, he was not. He wasn't terrible. Sure. He, they were he never going to win this. Put up twenty five a game, dude. He was putting up twenty five a game. The rim blocked him on a dunk. He was not nice. <laughs> He was, he was aging. He was aging, but at least he was putting up. Well, he was aging. So Pass his prime. Pass his prime. I don't know. I, I don't think she's done. I, I think to be so honest, twenty points a game. I appreciate Serena Williams' accomplishments. She really lost a lot of respect for me as a person over the last few years. The way she kind of handled her business, the way she handled the Osaka thing in the U.S. Open, and she took the entire attention off of her being really good because she was getting in a petty argument with the official where she was actually wrong. And it's just a lot of things, the way she's reacted. I don't personally like her. And I think she's that arrogant of a person that she thinks she can come back and win it. But at the same time, I respect how good she is. So that's why I asked this question, because I don't think she's done. I don't think her, her ego will allow her to be done just yet. Interesting take. Okay. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, Ben, last, last yes. one up here. So I've, I got one last question and I'll probably, I'll ask it to the, both of my esteemed guests here, both of my esteemed uh, hosts here. Uh, you right, you mad. We learned very little from week one, and the quote unquote best teams right now aren't bulletproof or have issues. Chris, I'll go, I'll defer to you first. I would say a lot. I would say you're right. You're 100% right. I mean, I, I think this week one, outside from me, Buffalo, I still think was the clear cut best team. Um, I think there's holes in a lot of teams. Um, yeah, I, I think I think there's going to be a lot of sleeper teams, and you're going to see that in my Super Bowl picks, actually. Um, especially out of the NFC. Everyone keeps talking about the AFC. AFC is definitely the better conference, but to me, the NFC is more intriguing. So I think we're going to learn a lot more mid to end season than we are in week one. A lot of bullet holes. Oh, but, and so I appreciate your take there, Chris, but oh, but I'm going to say you mad, dude, because we learned from teams that we thought we would be good, they would be good, and they're not, or some teams that were really, we thought we'd be bad are better than what we thought. Um, I'm going to say we learned, uh, we just talked about the Cincinnati Bengals, they're worse than what we thought they were. Uh, I think we learned that Indianapolis is a little bit worse than what we thought. I thought Indy would kind of run away with that division. They can't even damn, they can't even beat the damn Texans who are just, who are terrible. Um, I think we learned that Tennessee, uh, Derrick Henry may not be invincible and they should be running over people. Uh, You know what I mean? And I think we learned about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I thought there was gonna be, that was going to be a well way more competitive game than 23 to 7. Aaron Rodgers looked very pedestrian in, in that outing. Um, so I think we learned a little bit more than we thought we did in this in this in this week one of the NFL. Um, and even and even I can even refer back to Monday night. 
everyone thought Denver was going to come out with that. Russ was going to cook them up. Seattle's not what they were. They have no more Legion of Boom. Geno Smith is is trash and yada yada yada. Dude, I think look good. I will say I will say that Chris gave us more context. I feel like you're leaving out a lot of context. I'll I'll ask a question. Who is the Buffalo's run game? Who are the running backs for the Buffalo Bills? Because I look at the Buffalo Bills and they have no run game. They have Josh. And if you don't put Josh out there to take all them hits, we go right back to the same argument that Chris had with Lamar Jackson. I was there with you when we watched that Tampa Bay game and he went on a scramble, got the first down and came up limping because it landed on his ankle. Okay, but we knew that already, though. We knew that already, but if you don't have a run game, how are you going to make it in the postseason? That's how you you win games by being able to move the rock on the ground, eating up the clock. Is Kansas City moving the rock on the ground primarily? They got two touchdowns out of uh, CEH. They got a touchdown out of Isaiah Pacheco. Their quarterback doesn't need to run, right? Their quarterback doesn't need to run. They have a run game. They will they will figure out a run game, you know. And then you know, again, hey, Aaron Rodgers and the and the the uh, Packers took an L. That's the same team that took an L in Week One and scored and had 13 wins. The same team that's had 13 wins three years in a row. I mean, this is the first time the Packers have lost back to back Week One since 2013 and 2014, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they, but they just looked really, really uh, amateur. That's there, fair. You know, you know. Hey, New, New England went out and got their doors blown off by Kansas City one year at home, and then they went and won the Super Bowl. So I mean, I you know, like I I think okay, I think well, them yeah, you know, just saying the knee jerk reactions, like we're gonna we're gonna learn about these teams. But okay, yeah, don't no, yeah. a lot. Okay, um, Chris, before we get into our week two picks, I got I mentioned to you offline. Obed and I picked our made our picks last week for the MVP, AFC Championship, NFC Championship, and even the Super Bowl. Wanted to get your thoughts on those three on those four categories. Who's your candidates and who's your winner for the MVP this season? So my top three candidates are probably pretty similar to most everyone's. I've got Mr. Josh Allen, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, and Mr. Um, Mr. Uh, well, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert. Justin. Uh, Herbie. 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 Why was I thinking Josh? Justin Herbert. Um, <laughs> those are, you know, surprise, surprise, just like, you know, in college football, the Heisman is a quarterback winning uh, award. It's the same thing prim- for NFL MVP. Primarily, um, primarily, and I, yep. And sure, I got your boy Josh Allen winning uh, MVP. Okay. Uh, who do you have going to the AFC Championship game and winning that one? AFC Championship game. Of course, I got your Bills. I Surprise. Like I have my Steelers in there. Oh, I think that's a stretch, the, dude. That's a stretch. That's a homer pick. That's a stretch. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, don't, don't sleep. Um, and then I've got the Bills winning the AFC Championship. Okay. Who about the NFC? NFC, I've got the Rams. And the sneaky team that gets in there is the Vikings. I can see that. They might have the best offense this year. I'm not mad about that Vikings pick. Yes. I'm not mad about it. Who and, do you have winning the game? And then my NFC champion, the Vikings. I can see it. I can see so it. I got the Vikings in there. And then my Super Bowl is the Bills versus Vikings. And Sherm, it's coming back to Buffalo, baby. Like I said, no yeah. one circles the wagon. Quite like the Buffalo Bills. But I'm telling you, don't sleep on them Vikings. I'm telling you right now. No, no, if, I don't, Kevin I don't. O'Connell, if Kevin O'Connell gets in that Super Bowl again and gets to run all of his plays that leave his Cooper Cup, now Justin Jefferson wide open. Justin Jefferson had 184 yards and two touchdowns. And the if, no, he had like 160 something in the first half, bro. Ridiculous. I'm okay. telling you, they could. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Yo, and Kevin O'Connell <laughs> back with his favorite quarterback that he worked with when he was younger and, and Kirk Cousins. 
Kirk Cousins had that Coles t-shirt on at the post game. Like, I don't even care about the money. I'm just out here to win games. <laughs> give me, give me some. Yeah, you got the Coles bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get into the week two picks, guys. Um, Obed, I don't think neither of us did uh, pretty good last week. You know, I think I went seven, eight, and one. You went eight, seven, and one. It was a rough week. So, like I said, some some games that we did not see coming. No, some of this stuff shouldn't have happened. San Francisco should have won. Cincy should have won. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know about uh, Carolina winning. We should probably should have played Cleveland. Um, but, but without you know, Deshaun Watson, I didn't think Jacoby Brissett, you know, really was going to. Denver should have won. That's all. Denver that, damn that well should have won. I was mad about that one. Call a timeout. You got 52 seconds and three times. I'll call you a go timeout. for a 64 yard field goal. No one has made a field goal in Qualcomm Stadium over 57 yards. Why did you think you're about to come out here and kick a 64 yarder and walk off with the win? The second longest field in NFL history. Oh, like it's nothing. Yeah. You got a minute left. You have three timeouts. Call a timeout. There's 200 something million dollars, selling something million right. dollar reasons for you to right. call a timeout and let it go from a fourth to five because you got Russell Wilson. You paid that man his money. Ridiculous. That's what you paid him for. You paid him to be in a situation like that and win it for you. Exactly. Anyway, let's get into our week two picks, guys. Right. Um, so first up, Los Angeles at, at Kansas City Thursday night. Uh, I'm gonna go KC. They're at home. Um, I mean Patrick Mahomes is just Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going KC. Obed. I'm going KC. Patrick Mahomes out here like this is this is the Patrick Mahomes that we needed to see stop throwing it to two people spread the love around you need to be able to hit seven eight targets and keep these guys guessing and that's gonna make you dangerous Chris what do you got Justin Herbert is to Kansas City as Aaron Rodgers is to the Chicago Bears he owns them I'm telling you right now I got the Rams winning this game you mean the Chargers Chargers oh Chargers why <laughs> these LA teams even with no Keenan Allen yeah Okay. Even, no, yeah, Keenan Allen's not playing. No, nope. out. I'm there. Tell you. Uh, all right, I'm going KC. Uh, the New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, easy, Cleveland. Even though it was with Jacoby Brissett, I'm going Cleveland. Chris, who do you got? I don't know if that's as easy as you make it out to be sure. It's the Jets. It's the Jets. Come on, come on. I, I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with you only because it's like you know that's like you know this is like picking the smartest kid. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. We'll fix that. For, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, <laughs> I don't, I don't think the New York Jets could win a game at this. From a movie, all right. It's called Waiting. I, 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 I know, I know. I get it. I get it. It's comedy. You don't know comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna circle the wagons with that and say Cleveland as well. There's no way that uh, Joe Trash Flacco is going in here to beat Cleveland. Mm, Washington at Detroit. Uh, and we're gonna go Washington. Detroit played well against Philadelphia last week. I gotta admit they played well. Carson Wentz look like that early MVP uh, season or, or some seasons ago, you know, MVP candidate that year the Eagles went to Super Bowl, Carson Wentz. He looked good last week, although albeit it was against Jacksonville. It was against so, Jacksonville, so, but he yeah. was fifth, fifth highest passing yards on the week at 313 yards and he had three touchdowns. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes, yeah, he looked good. I will give him that, yeah, but um, I will go Washington, Obed. I'm going with Detroit. I think Detroit mm -hmm. looks good and, you know, yes, Detroit just lost a game at home. Uh, but I think they're going to right the ship this time. Uh, you know, it, it's still a Jack Del Rio defense. They don't have Chase Young out there. Jacksonville just kind of sputtered it away. But to Jacksonville's credit, they looked like a competent team. So I'm going to give Detroit the chance here. Chris, what do you got? I think Washington is a sneaky pick for the NFC East title this year. I'm just saying. Uh, of course, now I, that Dak is hurt. Yeah. Well, not even, I even thought that before the Dak injury. And that was just my opinion because I think they got the pieces around Carson Wentz. And to your point, he did look pretty better than average um but yeah but detroit needs detroit definitely needs us to write this ship so i'm gonna give it to him because they're at home okay tampa bay at new orleans 
going to go Tampa Bay. Even though New Orleans is kind of Brady's Achilles heel almost, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to say I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Bucks or Saints? Something didn't seem right about Tampa Bay last week, guys. I know they came out of that with a win, but like just something doesn't seem right. The time away for Tom Brady, the mental stuff with his wife and his family. New Orleans is a good team, guys. It's at home. I'm giving this to New Orleans. I, I'm, so, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they won this. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans won. I'll say that uh, for context, Chris Godwin got injured in the middle of the game. Always. Uh, you know, then you don't have, well, I mean, he's coming back from ACL. Yeah, they rushed him. They rushed him. They shouldn't have brought him in at all. They shouldn't have brought him in. They should have let him sit. Uh, you know, Russell Gage is already injured with a, with a hamstring. He was brought in to replace uh, uh, Chris Godwin. Um, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Leonard Fournette also got nicked up. They had, they put Rashad White out there and Rashad White looks good, um, looked good. I, I just think that they're running out of weapons, running out of pieces. It'd be great to have Gronk on the team right now, but the defense is so stout. You know, they still were able to shut down uh, the Cowboys. Um, and to their credit, I think they could do it again against New Orleans. Now, New Orleans might be able to put up some points because we've seen the return of Michael Thomas. Five for fifty-seven and two touchdowns. My goodness, no. looked like it looked like he. Uh, yeah. We're not saying to say he's no. back, but he's uh, he's he's he's, up. he's up. He looked he looked good. He looked good yeah. though. So what do you got? You got Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. Carolina at the New York Football Giants. Um, you know, New York had a nice, solid last-minute victory against Tennessee last week, but I don't know why I'm going to go Carolina again though. Baker came on late in that game, but I'll stay with Carolina. Obed. Baker has kind of given some legitimacy to Carolina. I mean, it's why night and day when you have a guy who can just confidently throw the ball, get it out there to guys, give these guys a chance. And really, that's all they needed for uh, Robbie Anderson. Gave him a chance, had that 75-yard touchdown bomb. I still like what New York is doing. They've got the energy. They've, uh, you know, to see Saquon Barkley look like Saquon Barkley. Yes. Yeah. Finally. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it. Uh, Panthers or Giants, what do you got? I actually got the Giants, man. I think they're going to, the way they came off of that to me, um, that was huge for Barkley. That was huge for the team. Did you see the reaction, guys, of the way that the coaches and all the players were after that game together? Like, yeah. that was the first time I've seen them look like they've had fun in a while. Right. Um, I think the Panthers go 0 and 2 here, and you're going to already, to my opinion, hear rumblings. Are, did we make the right decision by bringing in Maple? Should you know what? I think they play well enough. I think they play well enough that they're not going to start saying that about Mayfield, but they, I still don't think they win this game. You know what, damn it. I'm, I'm actually going to, you guys can, you guys just convince me. I'm going to New York. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to New York. Okay. Uh, Obed, your Patriots are at Chris, your Steelers. Let's do it. Obed versus Chris. Uh, Obed, I'll go to you first. What do you got, man? Oh my God. That's already, I already talked about it earlier. The Patriots are probably going to be 0 3 to, uh, after this week and next week, because they're not beating the they're not beating Baltimore, uh, and I just don't think that what what they put on field is good enough to go in there into into Heinz Field and beat the Steelers. Um, you know what's funny? I actually had a Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go. I'm changing it to New England. I don't know why. I'm just changing it. Um, like I said, that J, that TJ Watt injury is gonna be is gonna hinder them. But I feel like New England might come out and look a little better. I don't think they go. I don't think they can afford to Bill Belichick and go zero and two. Chris, who you got? New the Pittsburgh Steelers have the worst um, record over the last 15 years is who against percentage wise, the new England Patriots. I just don't think I want my Steelers to win this, but you know, too close to call to let them get back in the game last week. It's going to be another nail biter, but I just think Bill Belichick's going to take it to us again. We're going to lose by one or two points. I'm thanking new England. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. Not going to be a blowout or anything like that. Um, right. Indianapolis at Jacksonville in their AFC South match. Um, 
don't really care too much about this one, but I think Indy needs to get this victory to, and show out a little bit for Matt Ryan. So I'll say Colts, Chris, what do you got? I actually have the, uh, if you want to call it the upset, uh, I'm taking Jacksonville. I, I think, um, I, I think Matt Ryan looked bad last week. He looked old. He looks like he, he's, he definitely needs to retire very soon. So I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think they're going to get the first win. For the kids at home, uh, Matt Ryan had 352 yards on uh, 50 passes, 50 pass attempts. Um, I'm taking the Colts. Yeah. I think he looked old, man. That that interception he threw to the lineman, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that could happen, throwing yeah. across the line. That happens. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure Mitchell Trubisky had one of those <laughs> this past weekend. I'm pretty sure he tried to throw across the line and threw it right to the dude. Yeah. Um, Miami at Baltimore. I've got to go, got to go be more here in this one, Obed. You know, they're going to blitz the hell out of uh, Lamar Jackson, and that's always been his Achilles heel. But this is the same Lamar Jackson that would go down to Miami and score four touchdowns. So I'm going to go Baltimore. Chris? It's going to be a close game, guys. I think two is actually going to ball out this game, like truly ball out uh, to match Lamar. But it's I, I take Baltimore in a nail-biter maybe by three. The Falcons at the Rams. I'm going to Los Angeles all the way here. Even though Atlanta didn't – looked too bad last week against say the saints they actually almost won that one uh but I'm, i have i have to go rams chris oh yeah rams not even close i mean who do the falcons have again i'm sorry <laughs> okay, kyle pitts and marcus Mariota. i'm going with i'm going with the rams there's the rams is a bounce back game for them yep seattle at san francisco um you know it's funny i really want to go with san francisco but damn it Gino didn't look bad on Monday night going against yeah. a solid Denver team. Right. I think Sam, like again, I'll say it again, San Francisco has to win this game. Cause like I, like I said to you before, if they come out and go 0 and three or like one and four, one and five, you will see Jimmy G San Francisco cannot afford to lose this game. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I will say Niners. Obed. I'm going to say Niners too. And because they'll have better weather, but you know, it is just, it's tough. Do we do agree or disagree? It was more about Denver losing the game than it was Seattle winning the game. Yeah, yeah, because they they didn't they didn't uh, do the right make the right moves. But also, right. like I said, San Francisco. I feel like this is like I said the last week. Trey Lance didn't ever really have the opportunity to kind of open things up because the weather was atrocious in Chicago. Right. Um, so this will be the real first set. If it's a clear sunny day in San Fran yeah. and they got the full um, playbook at at his disposal, we're yeah. really gonna see what he can do. Uh, yeah, Chris, what do you got? Banking on. Denver lost it, but Gino won it. He played really well last week. Um, San Fran, I think you're going to see a lot from Debo in this game. I think you're going to see him line up in a lot of different spots. Um, back, yeah. yeah, he's going to be it's going to be very Debo uh, heavy. San Fran. Yep. Um, Cincinnati at Dallas. Honestly, I'm just going to say Cincinnati because Dallas doesn't have a quarterback, so I think it's kind of easy, Chris. Yeah, Cincy. They they need to bounce back. Yep, Obed. You can't really can't really pick Dallas in any game. Uh Cincinnati. Yep. Houston at Denver. Uh, we just talked about Denver. Um off home opener for Russ as a Bron- first open opener as a Bronco. They gotta win this one. It should it should easily win this one. Broncos all the way. Obed. Broncos all the way. Chris. Broncos country. Let's That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if they lose this, there's gonna be some serious, serious problems up there in the mile high. So yeah, Denver. Facts. Um, Arizona at Las Vegas. I like this matchup here. Um, and I'm going to go Las Vegas. Um, Chris, if you don't know, Derek Carr was, is my sleeper pick for MVP. Follow right behind Josh Allen, right behind him. I, Josh Allen may overtake him late in the year, but Derek Carr is my sleeper. He's my pick for MVP. So I'm going to go Raiders, Chris. 
Uh, well, you know, sneaky pick. I didn't have my top three, but Kyler Murray was right on the fringe there. Um, I actually think Arizona's got a lot to offer, and they're not showing it just yet. I think they pull this upset at Las Vegas, Arizona. Okay, Obed, who you got? Card, cards or Raiders? You know, it's hard for me to envision Las Vegas going 0-2. Carr didn't really play well. I know that was one of your uh, uh, MVP picks that you had, uh, Sherman. I'm picking Las Vegas. I, I Arizona is just lacking weapons. They don't. I don't know what they're going to do. They weren't expecting to have Rondell Moore out. Where they will they have a better game plan for everybody that is available? Yes, but they just don't look like they're in the sorts. And Las Vegas was cooking on offense. Yep, yep. Chicago and Green Bay. I Green Bay cannot go zero two. There's no way Aaron Rodgers cannot say he's zero two in this season. I'm telling he you. owns Chicago, and that's in yeah, in Lambo. Yes. Yeah. Pack. Let's let's go Packers. Obed, right? Yeah. Go Packo. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Bears or Packers? Well, for the sake of my fantasy team, I need Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> he had three points, guys. Three points. Oh, uh, I know. I beat a team that had him. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah was it me? <laughs> that was me? Might have uh, been. Might have been. No, it was, it was everybody else. Don't worry. <laughs> everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Green Bay is going to win this. Actually, I think Rodgers is going to have a huge game. Yep. Um, Tennessee at Buffalo, one of the two Monday night games. Um, I gotta go, I gotta go with my Buffalo Bills, man. Um, home opener. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Monday night football. Let's go Bills. Chris. Don't be surprised. Um, if Derrick Henry actually runs all over Buffalo on this one, don't, I don't understand why I don't even, I seriously, I just, it's something in my mind. I feel like that's, what's going to happen. But the Buffalo Bills are still going. <laughs> yeah, go. I, I could see Henry going for like a buck ten and a one or two scores, but Buffalo yeah. still winning the game. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah, I don't bad. know. I, I feel like I feel like uh, Derrick Henry's nicked up a little bit. They played Dontrell Hilliard a lot. Dontrell mm-hmm. Hilliard had two touchdowns Sounds, yeah, in so that t- game. T- catches, you know, right? So. From yes, yeah. Catches. So yeah. you know, and that was the offensive game plan when Derrick Henry was hurt last time. So maybe they're showing their hand that Derrick Henry might be hurt right now. So, so I'm gonna go Buffalo. It's just it's take it from a Patriots fan. It's really hard to go into Ralph Wilson Stadium and beat these guys. New Era Field, everyone. That's Ralph Wilson. <laughs> and the last game is the last oh, the second Monday night matchup: Minnesota at Philadelphia. Um, I gotta go with the Vikings, yo. Like I said, Kirk Cousins is about to if the wake if Kevin O'Connell can really open the, up this playbook for them, like he did with excuse me, with the Rams and Jefferson can just consistently show out like he has been. Vikings are going to be a scary, scary squad with, you know, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook there. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota, Obed. I'm going to have to go Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do you got? Come on, man. My, my sleeper for my Super Bowl team? Like, I mean, God, I'm absolutely going for the Vikings, man. I'm telling you. Oh, all right. Even though, and he's, remember, he's this guy, Chris, he's in Philadelphia. Don't, don't get knocked out of the bar if you're sitting there cheering for the Vikings. We are a nationally syndicated podcast. Somebody might recognize you. They, they'll always recognize a professional sports fan. Yeah, Shots right? Fired. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was great, guys. Uh, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So happy for you to uh, join in once again. Chris Obed, any last words for the people before we head out of here? Oh, you know, I just appreciate you guys uh, being on here again. I love it, man. Always good to see you both. Um, you know, all I ask for, can you know what? Can we, can we bring a little hockey into the conversation every now and just just a little puck, just a little, just a little bit. A little college hockey. Well, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I'm 
I gotta admit, though, I'm not truly sure if you'll bet it, or neither a bet or I really give a puck about hockey, but you know. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, <laughs> see, see what I did there? See what yeah. I did there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, man, we're back on ESPN, so let's go. We're real. <laughs> it's about damn time. You weren't even we a sport do a, few years back, right? <laughs> Frozen Four show. We'll do a Frozen Four show. Let people know we care. <laughs> oh well, folks, don't don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the W W E N T for my our guest Chris, for my co-host and partner in crime Obed. Of course, I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>